Hello and a happy Thursday morning to you. Welcome to Moose's Mulligans, where money talks and BS walks. I'm your host, Alex Dryzak. Big shout out to our sponsor, Somewhat Ace Band. Check them out at somewhatacebandcom Their new album is out. And Brava Dance Productions. Check them out at brava-arts.org. So, it's finally here. And I know I talk I talk a lot of crap on the NFL. I know I've had a lot of hate for football. Whether it's college, professional. It's not that I hate the sport. I watch it. I know it sounds like I don't, but I watch it. And I'm excited that it's the kickoff for football. I just think there are a lot of things that can be cleaned up. And the problem is a lot of the things that clean it up changed the sport. Which makes it hard for those loyal viewers who watch football as it is now to enjoy what it's going to be later. So let's enjoy it now. Let's enjoy it. You know, they're, they're like gladiators. Let's, let's, you know, it sucks that it has to change. But in a good way, it has to change. And what I mean by that is we're finally taking the player's health and risk into account, which should have always been a primary concern in the NFL. But let's get over all that mumbo-jumbo, and let's get you started. What I'm going to do is work my way up the list real quick on my power rankings. You can find these at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. There's also a link to our articles on our official website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com. So let's go with our power rankings. Our power rankings today brought to you by Somewhat Ace Band. So, let's start you off. We're going to go 32 right at the bottom. <laughs> and sorry, Miami fans, I'm putting the Miami Dolphins in the bottom. I think Kenyon Drake has some super talents. Should be fun to watch, but I, I just think this rest of the roster is a little too weak. And they're in a weak division in the AFCE, so their record will be inflated. But in any other division, in my opinion, except maybe the NFC West, this team's probably 2-14. and 14. But since they're in the AFC East, it gives them a chance to go 6-10 and 10 and act like they're still trying to be a competitive franchise. Moving up, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one, but I put the Bengals at number 31. And this is more just a hate at Marvin Lewis. It's a very talented team. Geno Atkins, A.J. Green, you got a young Joe Mixon. And, you know, John Ross is a speed stud. And I, I just think that they should be embarrassed that for 15 years they're 0-7 in the playoffs with this coaching staff. And how do you expect to win a championship when you haven't won a playoff game in 27 years? At number 30, I have the New York Jets. Now, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Darnold looked really like a professional quarterback, like an NFL quarterback, like what you draft. But he's not Joe Namath yet. He's going to have learning problems. He's going to have growing problems. And he doesn't have that supporting cast yet. I do think Quincy Inunua, very good sleeper, coming back off injury. But still young. Still a young team. Number 29, the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Rosen looked good. He has some potential, and David Johnson might stay healthy. That's the only, you know, that's a good chance for this team. But I'm still not betting on this team. I think they have a long way to go. And they're a little behind the 49ers and the Rams, obviously, in their division. Uh, Their race should be to pass the Seattle Seahawks in the standings. Number 28, the Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry, Raiders fans, but their O-line and their cornerbacks are very below average. And I feel that's the spine of your team. I feel like that's what keeps you standing up. It keeps your quarterback off his butt, and it keeps their wide receivers covered, which makes your pass rush, pass rush and run block look a lot better. 
uh, it really slows the game down and makes the offense have to focus more when you have good cornerbacks. And when you have a good O-line, it really slows the game down and keeps your quarterback upright. So I have them at 28 with, you know, they have room to grow, but that's where I'm starting them this year. Number 27, the Buffalo Bills, and this is because they're starting Nathan Peterman to begin the year. I think they have a talented team. I think Josh Allen has a lot of potential. I was talking about how I thought the Cleveland Browns should draft him since they have Tyrod Taylor. They had time to let him grow. But Baker Mayfield's look very good, so that's making me eat it a little bit. But otherwise, I just think you got to wait for Josh Allen to grow. They're going to miss Tyrod Taylor. When those mistakes start coming in from Peterman and you bring Allen in and he's still young and still making mistakes, you're going to start to notice. And number 27 are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this is more just on Jameis Winston. If he comes back with his act cleaned up, they'll slide up the boards. they got a good young running back in Peyton Barber. Drafted Ronald Jones. I, I like Barber better. I think he's got more potential. But then again, I always pick the undrafted in the sixth rounders. Uh, I love those underdog stories in football, especially football. Uh, if Winston doesn't come back motivated, they're right where they should be on the list. Number 25, the Tennessee Titans. I think they're so talented, but Mariota has just looked awful, and I don't know what it is. He just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. It looks like it's catching up to him. I do like the added Deion Lewis. He's a perfect fit to go with Derrick Henry in this offense. It has a good offensive line. Tough division. It might be the sneakiest tough division with the Colts, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Titans. But moving up, number 24, I have the Seattle Seahawks. You know, I always get scrutinized for this. I always kind of rip Seattle, but if they didn't have Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin looking at the rest of the roster, I'd, I might put them 32nd on this list. So just a heads up to Seattle fans, the future not looking too bright. Trade Earl Thomas for the second round pick already. Start rebuilding and make those picks count. Dallas Cowboys... And we'll talk about this later. They traded Herschel Walker. That that is unbelievable. They were scrutinized for that at the time. And guess what happened? They ended up using those draft picks to become one of the greatest franchises of all time. The key is you got to make those draft picks count. So... My advice is start collecting those picks now, Seattle, and make them count. And you'll hear this advice in a little bit, too. That was for the Oakland Raiders. You know, I already passed them. My bad. <laughs> if I'm giving advice out to the Seahawks, I should be giving out to the Raiders, too. They just traded Khalil Mack for a lot of picks. You better make those picks count, just like Dallas did back in the day. You make those picks count, you got a good franchise going. If you draft Johnny Manziel with them and such, you're going to find yourself in a hole. Number 23, Cleveland Browns. Now, they are way higher than I I honestly think they should be, but there's a lot of hype. I think they'll slide down a little bit. I I think they, you know, I'm a a Browns fan. I'm going to be a little biased. You know, I'm I'm taking over as as a Browns fan the last two years. They just need to have patience, and Tyrod Taylor is very underrated, in my opinion, and the perfect team, the perfect thing this team needs is a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, and they got one. Number 22, Chicago Bears. They're doing the rebuild right. They got a superstar in Khalil Mack now. They got a good quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky with potential. They had Trey Burton and some cast. They draft a good wide receiver, rookie wide receiver. They're looking good. I'm. I, they may not. Just because the fact they're in the NFC North might nerf their record a little bit. It might bring it down. If they were in the AFC East, I think they might win it over the Patriots. It'd be close. So that's a team of the future to keep an eye on. You got the Redskins at 21. Alex Smith's there now. He'll make less mistakes, but I, 
They just don't have the supporting cast. Number 20, Dallas Cowboys. They've lost a lot of supporting cast. We'll see what rookies Michael Gallup can do. And we'll see how Ezekiel Elliott does coming back off his suspension year last year. He might have a lot to prove. Number 19, the Denver Broncos. They Their defense is good still, but is Case Keenum going to be the quarterback that Elway wants? We'll find out. They spent money on Keenum. We'll see what he's got. They're also in a tough division in the AFC West, where I think the Chargers and Chiefs are very, very good this year. Number 18, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Their defense is stellar. Once they admit Joe Flacco's not the quarterback, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be a star. Sorry, I'm running out of time. I'm going to go quick, quicker here. <laughs> Number 17, Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck is back. And it's got to be nice for Colts fans that one player coming back automatically makes you at least mediocre. <laughs> I think they're a good team with Andrew Luck. I have them beating the Bengals in week one, which a lot of you already hating on me for. But I think the Colts get a win in week one. And we, we, we remember what Andrew Luck is really like when he's healthy. Number 16, Detroit Lions. They're not bad. They're just in a really tough division. And I think it catches up to them a little bit. And they just fall short here of making that playoff push. Number 15, the New York Giants. I think they're a super, super sleeper team. I'm a huge fan of them coming back without McAdoo. I think they have a lot of talent. OBJ's back. Saquon Barkley, that hamstring's a little questionable for me. But their defense is solid. Their offense is solid. I'd keep an eye on them. Number 14, San Francisco 49ers. They're trending up. They lost Jarek McKinnon, though, which makes them trend down. Alfred Morris is not Jarek McKinnon, sadly. But, hey, if Le'Veon Bell gets let go, this is the first team I'd want to see him go to. Jimmy G is the real deal. Um, that is all. Number 13, the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to find out if Mahomes is the real deal. If he is, they will skyrocket up this list, and they will be my AFC West favorites. But I don't know. He's a young quarterback with a lot of athleticism. Usually they make some mistakes the first year. I think that'll hurt them a little bit. But in the long run, he's going to be just fine. Number 12, the Atlanta Falcons. You know, I actually have them beating Philly in the first week, but I actually don't have them making the playoffs, if you can figure that one out. Uh, I think I think Steve Sarkeesian is just not a good enough offensive coordinator, and that's going to hurt the team and catch up to them as the season progresses. But no Carson Wentz. I think Atlanta's good enough to beat the uh, Eagles. Number 11, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said San Diego. Sorry. Ah, from the area, it still hurts. Los Angeles Chargers, they're really good, but Jason Verrett's already out for the year. That's why they're a little lower here at 11. The question is how many more injury blows can they take before it really starts to affect them big time, more than it already is. Defense is solid, though. They've added some really good offensive pieces to go with it. Phillip Rivers is reliable. Chargers are kind of dangerous. Number 10, Green Bay Packers. As long as Aaron Rodgers is not in sweatpants, they are a playoff-bound team. So if he stays healthy, I think Devontae Adams finally becomes that number one receiver. Number 9, Jacksonville Jaguars. The only reason I put them down here is because they didn't get Teddy Bridgewater. That was a perfect fit. He's 25 years old. Come on, guys. He doesn't make mistakes. It's the perfect quarterback for this team with such a good defense. Instead, they're rolling Blake Bortles. They're one mistake away from watching Tom Brady on their couch again. Number eight, Pittsburgh Steelers. Their no-huddle offense should be really fun to watch. I don't care if Le'Veon Bell's there or not. James uh, Conner coming off cancer, man. That is sick. I am a huge fan of James Conner. I think he'll be just fine. Pittsburgh, watch out for them in that no-huddle offense. Number seven, New Orleans Saints. Super talented. Alvin Kamara broke out last season. Their defense is really good. We never think of them for their defense. But number six, where I'm going to get a lot of scrutiny from you guys, Carolina Panthers. MVP Cam Newton's back, in my opinion. 
He's got Norv Turner as his offensive coordinator. Ron Rivera is the head coach. The last time these two coaches switched positions, Ron Rivera was the defensive coordinator. They were 13-3. and And I think that team with Rivers that year was less talented than this one. So watch out for the Panthers. Number five, Houston Texans. We forget how good they were when J.J. Watt was there. And we forget how good they were when Deshaun Watson was healthy. We've never seen the two together. Welcome. Welcome to the era of Watt and Watson. They're going to be an electric team. Watch out. Number four, New England Patriots. Hey, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick still still are on that team, right? They, they still run it? That's all I have to say about it. Number three, Minnesota Vikings. They're super stacked. They even added more defense to help them out. Dalvin Cook's back from injury. They added Kirk Cousins. What more could you ask? Now they just got to win. Number two, the Eagles. Yes, I have them losing week one, but when Carson Wentz comes back ready to go, they, they, they won a Super Bowl without Wentz and without Jason Peters. They're two stars. They're quarterback and their left tackle. They'll be, they'll be fine. They'll be competitors once again. Number one, the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, when you already have a really good team and you go out and you don't really lose anybody, you had a star, you had a really good wide receiver, you had two Pro Bowl caliber cornerbacks, you had Dominican Sue to your line, you're going to be number one in my power rankings. All right, and uh, my way too early playoff predictions, you can find the power rankings and the player, uh, the playoff predictions at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com or go to moosesmulligans.weebly.com and look at articles. These are way too early. These mean absolutely nothing. And usually with playoffs and with football, and by week six, every team looks completely different to me, like my fantasy team usually with all the injuries. Uh, just just wanted to go over my AFC and NFC champions because you can you know I predicted the Panthers would win the division and you know, we could go through all that but I just wanted to point out these four teams so my AFC championship I had the three seeded Houston Texans against the number one seeded Patriots you guys can say whatever you want about New England but they last year Tom Brady's too old and he had no supporting cast apparently so this year he's too old and he has no supporting cast. I, I, I'm not fighting it anymore. I think as long as this combination is still there with Belichick and Brady, they're always going to be dangerous. And it's a tough road for them. I, I had, you know, they had to go through Jacksonville in my uh, bracket, and they had to go through Houston, Houston, Houston Texans. I, I'm not. That's definitely not going to be easy. I could see Houston winning that game easily. But I'm going with history. History on this one's going to tell me New England. Texans, though, as the other team in the AFC Championship game, we forget how good they were with Watson. We forget how good they were with Watt. Put the two together with a a really improved Jadavian Clowney. And this, team's, this team's really good. Let's not sleep on them. Everyone's talking Jaguars. I'm so worried Blake Bortles would ruin a game for me. Let's, let's talk Texans. On the NFC side, I have the Vikings as a three seed playing against number one Los Angeles Rams. This is a game for the ages. This this is a powerhouse matchup. We got good. We got cousins on one side with Dalvin Cook if they're healthy, Stephon Diggs and Thielen, and then you're on the other side. You got Cooper Cup. You got Brandon Cooks. You got Robert Woods. You got Todd Gurley. You got Jared Goff. And let's go to the defensive side. You got Everson Griffin, Xavier Rhodes. And you go to the other defensive side, and you just it's just Marcus Peters, Akeem Talib. Sue, Aaron Donald, it's such a good matchup that I hope they don't beat each other up so much that it ruins the Super Bowl. I, I think whoever wins this game wins the Super Bowl unless they absolutely demolish each other in a 10-7 game where everyone's bleeding. But 
I think the Rams make it to the Super Bowl. I think they beat the Patriots. I think that this leads to even less Charger fans in L.A., which I don't even know if that's possible. And it also leads to some really nice people being sad in St. Louis, and I feel bad for them, but L.A. had them first. Sorry about that, St. Louis. But my teams to really watch, the, the surprising things that I want us to keep an eye on, I think the Texans with Watson and Clowney looking healthy and ferocious, man, that'll be enough. I think they'll win the division from Jacksonville. Don't forget that they only lost by three points to a Super Bowl-bound Patriots, and they kicked the crap out of Tennessee 57-14. to That was the only time that they were pretty much fully healthy, not even, you know how football is. The other team, I, I think the Chargers, I always, man, I mean, they're my favorite to win the West just because they're talented. They are really talented. Yes, they lost Jason Verrett, but they have a lot of talent. And Melvin Gordon's a good running back. Eckler's a sleeper. He's a good running back. Uh, you have the two Williams as wide receivers with Keenan Allen. That's solid as heck. Uh, you've got Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa on the defense. If you had Verrett, this team would be more of a favorite. But... What we'll see with the Giants is what I really wanted to point out is that I'm a true believer and I made my rankings off a coaching system. I think the coaches are such more of an impact than we think. Like we look at the Patriots and say, oh, they have no talent and they make the Super Bowl. We look at the Rams and like, oh, they're rebuilding and Sean McVay gets Wade Phillips to come in and coach with him and they're suddenly winning the NFC West and now we're talking about them being Super Bowl bound. I think coaching systems go a long way. If the Giants just have mediocre coaching, they'll be better than last year. And they, they still have the talent. So, I mean, it, and it, it, just average coaching would bring the Giants almost to a playoff talk. So that that's a team I'd keep an eye on. And then my NFC South, you know, it's so crowded with the Falcons, Saints, and the Panthers. Everyone sleeping on the Panthers. I think Cam Newton, he was hanging out with Tom Brady in the offseason. He's got Norv Turner as an offensive coordinator. Sign me up for that. Cam Newton looks motivated. He looks like he wants a ring. He looks like he wants another MVP. I'm buying in. I might be uh, reaching out here. I might get kicked in the face for this. But uh, I think Cam Newton can return to playoff caliber. He can return to MVP caliber. Let's see if he can get to Super Bowl caliber. I, I think it's a little short on his supporting cast. But like I said, Ron Rivera and North Turner went 13-3 and with Phillip Rivers. Cam Newton's an athlete, man. Well, I mean, Rivers can throw a ball really, really awkwardly and still find a way to hit a receiver. It's amazing. Cam Newton can move, and that that's a whole other thing that we, we, we don't see too much. So make sure to go to moosesmulligans.weebly.com and check out the power rankings, check out the playoff prediction, check out we're going to be doing uh, MLB playoffs soon predictions. And, uh, you know, I'm going to hate doing that with the Red Sox doing what they're doing right now, but I don't want to give anything away. So this is uh, Moose's Mulligans. We're brought to you by Somewhat Ace Band. Go to somewhataceband.com. Uh, we're brought to you by Brava Dance, so go to brava-arts.org. If you're interested in running your name on this show, if you're interested in a topic on the show that you want to try to talk about, put an opinion in, Reach out to the show. There's a contact us at moosemulligans.weebly.com. Uh, you can reach out to my Instagram, Moose Dryzak. We, we, we definitely want to make sure you're all involved in the show. So, until next week, this is where money talks and BS walks. I'm your host, Alex Dryzak.
We'll see you next week.